Hello there, podcast listeners, and welcome to the May 16, 2018 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Hong Kong is full of sunshine this week, so why not head to the beach? And then while you're relaxing in the sand, you can listen to two stories from Janita, both examples of a change in perspective. But before we get to these stories, a big thank you to our listeners in our hometown of Hong Kong, and also a hello to our new listeners in Brampton, Canada, Sunbury on Thames in the UK, and to top it all off, Apex, North Carolina in the USA. Welcome to our world as told through our stories. The whirlwind that's been keeping us busy here at Hong Kong Stories is about to go up a notch. Our Spoken Word Festival kicks off on Thursday with a performance from Hong Kong Improv. The proceeds from Thursday's show go directly to the charity Impact HK, along with three more improv shows on the weekend. We start next week with a podcast panel by four local podcasters on Monday, Writer's Circle on Tuesday, Peel Street Poetry on Wednesday, and three Hong Kong Story shows to round off the week. The following week, we'll have Women in Publishing with a Finding Your Voice workshop, Liars League with some not-so-true stories, Open Mic Comedy, 39 Steps from Aurora Theatre, and rounding it all off, a show from Hong Comedy Gorilla. Clear your diary. You're not going to want to miss any of these shows. Find tickets and info at www.hongkongspokenwordfestival.com or follow the link on our website, hongkongstories.com. Now, just because we're hosting a festival does not mean we're slacking off on our weekly free workshops. You can still sign up for a workshop. Find the information on hongkongstories.com. Attend a workshop. Tell a story. Get some feedback and tell your story again. But even better. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, here with the first of her stories originally told before a live audience at the Fringe Club in our February 2018 live show with the theme of escape is Janita. So it was my last summer in town before I was about to leave to start a new college course. And I bump into my old teacher in the street, Mr. Bonson. He used to teach me English when I was 12 years old. But I hadn't seen him in a number of years because he changed schools and moved to another city. But I was really pleased to see him because Mr. Bonson was one of those memorable teachers. He was young and fun. He never sat us in rows And he always had a really good story to tell. But what we really loved about Mr. Bonson was the fact that he'd take the loud-mouthed kid, David Lanning, and tie him to his chair. (laughs) Using our school uniform ties, which we had enthusiastically handed over. Even David Lanning thought it was hilarious. Mr. Bonson had a very good sense of social justice. So we went to a cafe for coffee to exchange and catch up on our lives, me getting into college and his new promotion. And then we swapped addresses and promised to write letters to each other because, well, that's what you did back then. And when we wrote, it wasn't just a quick, hi, how are you? It was pages and pages of funny stories and silly drawings and bits of newspaper articles stuck on. Just one of those envelopes was a kind of mini scrapbook of each of our lives. 
and all of its absurdities. And I was living alone at this college at the time, and the arrival of a letter from Mr. Bonson was sure to brighten up even the darkest of days. But of course, by that time, it was no longer Mr. Bonson, but Tim. A year later, Tim and I decided to meet up again, um, but this time over a beer on a Saturday afternoon. We talked for hours, and then sipping away, we decided to take a stroll back to his place, which was just up the road. We sat on the sofa and continued to talk about this and that, his arm resting on mine. And I began to realize we had gotten quite close. And then that moment happened where he leans in and covers my lips with his. And we start to kiss. Well, he started to kiss. I started to picture David Lanning tied to his chair (laughs) and Mr. Bonson reading a story from my exercise book, a story about a lion, a story I had written when I was 12. And Mr. Bonson wasn't wasn't Tim, but Mr. Bonson. And even though this was years later and I was an adult, I couldn't get this picture out of my head. And the whole kissing thing just seemed ridiculous. And if there was ever a moment I wanted the earth to open up so I could escape the embarrassment, that was it. That was the first of two shorter stories Janita told at this show. Many of you may not know, but Janita is our artistic director. And as well as hosting regular shows, she's also in charge of our show on Thursday, May 24th, which is called The Age of Reckoning. It will be true first-person stories, but it may not be the usual format. The stories will weave in and out and around one another, and by the end, present a picture of different stages of life. If you're interested to see this show or any of the other shows in the Spoken Word Festival, head on over to hongkongstories.com or... Find the Hong Kong Spoken Word Fest on Facebook. With that in mind, here's a second story from Janita, also from our February 2018 show. I'm at the tipping point. The point at which an inch to the left or an inch to the right could set me on a path of no return. And as my left foot is desperately searching for solid ground, which never seems to come. I realize there is only one way that this is going to pan out. Because I've just done what every woman in her 50s really wants to do. I've bought a motorcycle. (laughs) Not one of those small scooter-type things, but a shiny, black, fully manual, naked sports bike. The kind that gets you a little attention. The kind that, get, that makes people say, hey, what a cool dude. And I'm certainly getting quite a lot of attention at this moment as I'm trying to back in between two tightly parked bikes on the street. A couple of Deliveroo guys sitting on their bikes having a smoke 
And two men in a shop window opposite certainly think that my situation is worthy of an ogle-eyed stare. But this isn't the first time that I've ridden a bike. I've had my full license since I was 19. And when I was living in Saigon a few years ago, I had a scooter of my own. So just before Christmas, I thought, why not? Of course, my friend said there were quite a few reasons why not. <laughs> Have you seen how people drive here? The taxi drivers, they're crazy. And what are you going to do when all those people just walk in front of you? Well, yeah, they're all things that I had said to myself already. But hey, you're never going to live life to the full if you live in fear, right? So I get the bike. And I get the special jacket with the shoulder pads and the elbow pads. And the special boots with the metal strips underneath and up the side. And the special helmet with the cheek pads and the quick release. No, I wasn't giving in to fear. I was going to be such a cool dude. But you know what it's like when you try to reverse your vehicle and people are watching you? You get a bit anxious. Your palms get a bit sweaty. And you move a bit too hastily. And you misjudge the line. So I have to pull out and start again. And ordinarily, that's not a problem. But in Hong Kong, they tend to site motorcycle parking bays on steep hills. And I haven't figured that into my parking calculations. So as I turn the handlebars and push my feet to push back, I find that my left foot is now two inches too short of the ground. I'm beyond the tipping point. And I no longer have the body position or the body weight to hold the bike upright. And with all the eyes in the street on me, I feel the bike, my shiny, new, fully manual, naked sports bike, ever so slowly, ever so gently, as if to prolong my shame, <laughs> tilt to the left and just keep going and if there was ever a moment that I wish the earth would open up so that I could escape the embarrassment that was it thank you Thanks for listening to this podcast brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. We would also like to thank our unsung hero of this story, Sheridan, who curated and directed our February 2018 show. We appreciate all your work. The music for this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. And now if you can't make it to a workshop in Hong Kong, you can send us a written story. The stories can be anything at all as long as they're true, they're short, and you are the main character. We promise to read all the stories, and our favorites may be read on future podcasts. Find information on this, past podcasts, photos of our storytellers, and oh, so very much more at hongkongstories.com. May your week be filled with fresh, clean clothes, adoring pets, and just a smidgen of sand. 